place your bets yet, Jack Wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans here on a fast break edition of the Feed Five podcast, flying solo on this mission. Uh, Nathaniel Lundy is going to be rejoining me on Thursday as we're going to be tackling Bengals and Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night football and, of course, additional action and other sports. But we got a ridiculous, a ridiculous, a spectacular slate of college basketball games here on this, uh, dare I say, a hashtag tequila Tuesday. Yeah, let the love juice flow. Uh, pop uh, on the, your favorite uh, you know, seat, your couch, whatever you like, to, maybe a parking lounger. Kick back and lay back because the action is going to be fast. It is going to be furious. And naturally, we need some bets locked and loaded. So on this abbreviated edition of the Fade Five, let's go to Champaign-Urbana, a place where I'm going to be hanging out at the State Farm Center in attendance for the Illinois and Marquette game. And speaking as objectively as possible, uh, give me the fight in the line. I I ILL on the money line. Going to take the point and a half out of the equation. Minus 125 is a juice there at BetMGM. Uh, I think I'm going to be pulling up and all the wrong places better apply an extra layer of the old spice. I'm going to be sitting and enjoying this game just as a fan because this one's possibly going to come down to the waning moments. Here are the keys in this game for Illinois to emerge victorious and for me to cash a winner. The Illinois size is a stark advantage on paper. Coleman Hawkins, uh, Quincy Guerrier, and also Dane Danger! Watch yourself! Uh, really should do some work in the post uh, because on paper, you look at Marquette, north of number 174 nationally in offensive rebounding percentage and defensive rebounding percentage. So the dribble drives and penetration uh, by pseudo point guard Ty Rogers and T. Shannon, Taryn Shannon, uh, will be absolutely critical uh, trying to draw defenders away and then dishing off to a smaller lineup that is guard-oriented here in the Marquette Golden Eagles. Uh, the other key in this game is Tyler Kolick. Uh, what is the status with him? Uh, at tape time, kind of up in the air right now. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Dealing with a bum ankle. Uh, even if he does suit up, he could have some limited minutes. Uh, or he could be derailed in some form or fashion. But with or without Kolek, I think, again, Illinois, with that size advantage, uh, will be a major factor in this game. Uh, the third key in this game is a perimeter. Who's going to execute? Marquette shooting a blistering 40% flat from way downtown on this season. Illinois, far lower in that category. It's been a struggle to say the least, even though we've had some open shots. Shannon has got limitless range and, and can catch fire. Luke Goody uh, may have to knock down two to four threes in this game. For Illinois to emerge victorious, Coleman Hawkins obviously has suitable range as well, but uh, Illinois has been a bit of a misadventure, you could say, uh, in their performance along the perimeter. And key number four, the freebies. Illinois is shooting a miserable 51.3% from the arc this season. And, you know, Marquette is a team uh, really can fill up the cup, whether from outside, whether from inside, where they're shooting over 63%. Or at the charity stripe overall, Marquette number 11, an effective field goal percentage offense. So if Illinois goes out and lays bricks on those free throw opportunities, uh, that could swing the action in favor of the Marquette Golden Eagles. Still, 
Illinois, number 16 in the country so far, an effective field goal percentage defense. And again, it's all about that size. That will get them over the top. And why? I'm taking the I-L-L. And hopefully I'm going to be saying I-N-I with a W on the money line, minus 125 at BetMGM. Numero dos here on the Fast Break edition of the Fade 5 Podcast. Uh, let's go uh, to Wisconsin and Providence. I'm going to take the under. Now, truth be told, I grabbed this when the uh, line opened at 145 and a half, and it's now sitting at 144 to have minus 110 juice there at BetMGM. You look at Wisconsin. They are uh, out of character right now, playing at a very brisk pace normally you might say well their tempo's got to be in the 300s no right now it's a number 52 in the country through a couple of games but sample size Evan sample size uh that is playing a major factor here uh they uh put up a ton of points they put up 70 points against Tennessee and L and the first game of the season against Arkansas State 105 yes the Wisconsin Badgers hit the century mark in scoring uh, the number 51 in the nation effective field goal percentage offense and lacking defensively, especially in the interior right now, number 166 and effective field goal percentage. However, they're only giving up 23.7% along the perimeter. Providence with Bryce Hopkins, uh, a couple of wins already on the belt, 78 points. Uh, uh, they scored in their first game of the season, 79 points to follow up against Milwaukee. Slower team at number 192 on paper and tempo. And I think that means this is going to be a grinded out classic kind of Wisconsin game uh, where it's going to be half court oriented for both of these teams. And I don't think it's going to escape the 60s, especially when you consider the Friars are just number 160 in the country through the first couple of games at an effective field goal percentage offense. They're only shooting 29.8% from along the arc, and they're very stout defensive team. Number 19 in the country, EFG defense, get them just 20.9% from the perimeter, though Wisconsin uh, building skyscrapers, the bricks laid from way downtown. So to recap, give me the under Badgers and Friars in the Gavit games, 144 and a half. A minus 110 juice at BetMGM. Numero uno here on this fast break edition of the Fade Five. Let's go to the Windy City, the Champions Classic. On a two-leg money line, a couple of uh, marquee programs here in action there at the United Center. I say Duke scores the victory over the Michigan State Spartans, and I say Kansas does the same against Kentucky and John Calipari's Wildcats. It slapped those two together, plus 119 at BetMGM. You might be asking yourself, well, Evans, you have posted this on your spreadsheet, which is always free and always transparent. Check it out on the X where I'm always trying to give it to you, at Noisy Huevos. I posted it last night at plus 140. That's what it was, uh, and I put that together at DraftKings. Uh, if you do it at DraftKings right now, the juice is already down to plus 104. It's crazy. It's why I always say you got to get in early on a lot of the uh, gambling action in the college basketball world because it can change in an instant. Uh, they'll bet in gym at plus 119. On this two-legger, the best odds currently in the business. Why do I like the Dukies, baby? Well, it's very simple. Uh, I think it's going to be more of a sparty farty from outside because they're only shooting 6.5% from distance on the season. In the first game of the season, they were one for 20 
for crying out loud, uh, from three-point distance. So uh, they got uh, you know waxed more or less inside by James Madison, and that team is rock and roll. They may not lose another game this season. The Dukes, yeah, the other Dukies, baby. Uh, but you look at Duke, uh, how are they going to respond psychologically coming off the tough loss at home, which is an extremely rare occurrence, falling short against the Arizona Wildcats. And I think what they're going to do is they got a big glass advantage on paper in this game, and they need to feed Filipowski and you let the big man utilize that brute force um, and go along with Michigan State. We'll see what version shows up uh, from along the arc. And also the passing lanes will be key in this game. Uh, Michigan State, number 20 in the country, and assist a few goals made. So you got to have some active hands, Blue Devils, uh, to ensure that extra pass doesn't find the man and kiss on a glass for an easy do. So uh, looking at some of the other advanced numbers in this matchup, Michigan State, number 297 in the country right now, a miserable number 297, effective field goal percentage offense because of their sorrowful state from outside. Very good offensively, no shock there. Number 39 in the nation, EFG defense, giving up 28.6% uh, from allowing the arc and just 38.2% from two, though they are number 182 or higher in offensive rebounding and defensive rebounding percentage. Duke, not the greatest rebounding team. In fact, they're worse. Number 213 plus in offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding percentage. Uh, they do have Filipowski. can really you know, go out there and get you maybe 20 and 7 uh, with his uh, abilities there inside. A much better offensive team. Number 32, we have G offense. They're shooting 37.5% from three and 60.7% from two. And they were number 87, respectable standing in EFG defense, giving up a 45.3% from two and 28.6% from three. Again, Michigan State, if they are ice cold from outside, they could get blown out in this game. All I need is Duke to show up and get the dub for John Shire, which I believe they will. Leg numero dos. Uh, the Kansas Jayhawks uh, have a, a superior advantage pretty much everywhere, really, in this game against Kentucky. And uh, I think they have uh, really got to have some whiskey courage through the Wildcats on defense in this game because you look at the paper matchup here, uh, does not favor uh, Kentucky and John Calipari in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Kentucky number 72 in the country in EFG defense, giving up 41.9% inside the arc and 30% outside of it. Not too shabby there, but Kansas one-upping them and their defensive efforts. Number 32 with EFG defense on the Jayhawks. Uh, they are surrendering 38.2%. That's it inside the arc and 28.6%. Also, that's it outside of it. Uh, so, the, again, Kentucky is really going to have to D up a young, relatively inexperienced team. They have a couple of older guys there, but uh, this is, what, game number three for them? So kind of still going through the motions a little bit, trying to find uh, their bearings, and hopefully you know, they're not going to galvanize tonight for the sake of my wallet. Uh, the second key in this game is splashing threes. Uh, Kentucky shooting 46.9% bird in the nets. From outside, Kentucky, only 32.7% from distance. Uh, you know, Kansas is an older team. Uh, they got a lot of sharpshooters, a lot of experience on this roster. So that's an advantage there. And the third key in this game, be a dick. And I'm talking about Hunter Dickinson, uh, who I think is going to bring the noise in this game. Uh, you look at Kentucky, they got a small front court. Their tallest guy is at six foot nine. They don't have a whole lot of depth up front. 
as long as Hunter Dickinson doesn't let his emotions get the best of him and uh, has some touch around the rim, he should bludgeon Kentucky there inside. You look at Kansas, uh, they are netting 73%. That's not a typo, folks. 73% from two-point range. Why? Because uh, they're dickheads. Hunter Dickinson, period, end of story. Oh, but wait, there's more in bonus time. I got those three bets on the board. Let's go to the NBA. Give me a selection. Oh, and it's a juicy one. And yeah, baby, I'm getting seduced by that juice with AD Anthony Davis. Uh, the Unibrow, I just need one three made against the Memphis Grizzlies. That occurs. Oh, look at the juice there. Plus 280. Oh, it's so enticing, so alluring, so attractive at DraftKings Sportsbook. Why is this remotely possible? Well, AD started off the season with a bang from outside a three in game number one, game number two, and game number three. And then the tap turned off as uh, he's been over to the last five games. Don't take it two threes. Uh, during that span, he's still averaging 1.8 attempts per game on the season, shooting a respectable 42.9%. So when he finds a corner and jacks one up from distance, uh, odds are decent that it's going to go through the cylinder. He has done this in four of eight games, um, and, or at least he did that last year against the Memphis Grizzlies in his matchups. And look at Memphis this season. Uh, they are dead last in three-pointers allowed, giving up. 15.3 per game, the opposition, and 38.1%. So please, Jack, at least one three. Give us a chance. Give us a shot, AD, on cashing in on you to splash a three at plus 280 there at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, time out of breath, and I am out of time on this express edition of the Fade FI podcast. Full show coming back for you. On Thursday, when Nathaniel Lundy and I give us a rating and a review, if you enjoy this podcast, give us a thumbs up on the YouTube as well. If you're watching an animated picture and sound, fade or follow us on the X or the Twitter, where we're always trying to give it to you. Again, my free spreadsheet picks at Noisy Huevos. Lundy does the same thing. A lot of hockey. If you're a puckhead, follow him. Make sure you do that at Nay Lundy uh, for myself. I'm Brad Evans. Make sure you watch live on the line uh, every Monday through Friday, the Valley Sports RSNs, and also at watchstadium.com slash live. Watchstadium.com slash live. Jeff Goodman is going to be joining us from Chicago. He's going to be in studio. I'm not there. I'm going to be trapped in the box uh, there at the United Center. He's covering the Champions Classic. So tune in. Again, across the Valley Sports Orisons and its stadium starting at noon Eastern time. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. I-L-L.